You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to help you plan that unbelievable travel experience. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Hello, Giants fans, and welcome to your Valentine's Views podcast for Friday, October 28th. Please remember to like, share, and subscribe if you're watching on YouTube, and subscribe anywhere you listen to podcasts across the Big Blue View radio network. All right, Giants fans, we've got to start with uh, with some thoughts on Thursday's Kadarius Tony trade by the Giants to the Kansas City Chiefs. First, if you haven't listened to the Chris and Nick show where Chris Flum and Nick Filato offered some immediate thoughts on the trade yet on Thursday afternoon, right after it was announced, please check that out. You'll find it both on YouTube, on the Big Blue View YouTube channel and across the, uh, the podcast network as well. Both of those guys, they went live yesterday right away after the trade to offer some immediate reactions, and their thoughts are obviously worth uh, worth giving a listen to. Also, check out all of our coverage of the Tony trade at BigBlueView.com, including Twitter reaction, immediate analysis, Tony Del Genio's look at whether or not uh, the Giants got fair value in return for, for Kadarius Tony and more. You know, we've done everything we can to cover the Tony trade from as many angles as possible. So please give our work a look at BigBlueView.com. All right, my thoughts quickly are, listen, I, I figured, I thought the more that this went on, the more Tony didn't play. He's only played in 12 games over two years, hasn't played since week two. You had to wonder more and more if, Tony was going to be part of this Giants team long term. And listen, I'm surprised at what Joe Shane was able to get in return for Kadarius Tony. I had been wondering if he would be able to move Tony at the trade deadline, even though there was a lot of speculation that he might want to. I just wasn't sure, you know, given all of the games that Tony has missed, given all of the maturity concerns, dependability concerns, all of the, the things that, that tend to swirl around Kadarius Tony. I had been concerned that he wouldn't have any value to, uh, to the other 31 teams around the league, but uh, the Kansas City Chiefs made the Giants an offer, compensatory third-round pick, which is obviously the very, very bottom of the third round, and a sixth-round pick. And I'll be honest with you, I think that's more than I would have expected that the Giants would have gotten in return for Kadarius Tony. Giants now have nine selections in the 2023 NFL draft. Listen, I think that 
Joe Shane and Brian Dable tried to make this work with Kadarius Tony. My belief is, and I don't have anything on the record, I don't have any inside information on this. My belief from what I know about Joe Shane and Brian Dable is that Kadarius Tony's probably not a player they would have drafted if they were in the situation that the Giants were in a year ago, I think they probably would have gone elsewhere with that pick. But they're also both people who I take at face value the things that they say. I believe they try to give people a chance. I think they really tried to make this work with Kadarius Tony. I think that circumstances simply got to the point where they realized it wasn't going to work with Kadarius Tony and the New York Giants, and that they finally decided that they simply had to move on and, and just move into the future, move on without Kadarius Tony, get what they could, and go forward from there. Listen, I can't sit here and say that I disagree with the idea of what the Giants did a year ago, of what Dave Gettleman and Joe Judge did, trading down from number 11 to number 20. Obviously, Giants fans are still upset about the fact that Micah Parsons was on the board, Rashawn Slater was on the board, and the Giants still traded down. I understand that frustration, but I believe the Giants did the right thing. They moved down, they got the 20th pick, they got a bunch of other selections. They were able to pick up with those selections. They made a trade to get Aaron Robinson, who's a good young corner. They got Daniel Bellinger, who's a good young tight end. The problem that I have is they selected the wrong player at number 20, and now Joe Shane and Brian Dable have decided to move on. Dable was pretty tight-lipped about the whole scenario on, on Thursday. He just said that the Giants decided that that this was the best thing for the team, best thing for the organization, and they made the move. So that's that. Kadarius Tony is now a Kansas City Chief. And for me, listen, I know that people will will watch Tony's career. And if he happens to to succeed in Kansas City, there will be a lot of angst. There will be a lot of, oh, we should have kept him. We should why couldn't he do this for the Giants? And, and the reality of it is, whatever he does in Kansas City really doesn't matter. Whatever he does there, whatever success he has in Kansas City or anywhere else he goes, it simply wasn't going to happen with the New York Giants. That had become obvious. It just wasn't going to work. He wasn't a player who fit what Brian Dable and Joe Shane wanted in New York. You just can't worry about what he does from here on out. What you should focus on really is what the New York Giants do now. Do they use some of their draft capital to go out at this point before Tuesday's trade deadline and add a wide receiver? There's a lot of speculation about, uh, about Jerry Judy of the Denver Broncos, third-year player who might be available. A lot of rumors that uh, that there might be some talks between the Giants and the Broncos. And I could understand 
the Giants making a move for someone like Jerry Judy. I have often said, look, you can't make moves even though the Giants are 6-1, and one, even though they're doing well, even though they're exceeding expectations and people are thinking playoffs now and, and how deep a run the Giants can make. You can't make short-sighted moves. For me, I've talked quite often about a move, a possible move for, for DJ Moore, wide receiver from the Carolina Panthers. For me, a Jerry Judy move fits this same type of, of mold. It's not necessarily a 2022 move. Jerry Judy is on an inexpensive rookie contract, has a a base salary this year of a little bit over a million dollars. I think it's the same next year as well. And he he's, as I said, he signed through the 2023 season. So depending on the price tag, you get a good young wide receiver. I think Judy's still only 23 years old. And you get a chance to look at him not only this year where he would upgrade the talent in the wide receiver room, but you get a chance to look at him on an inexpensive contract next year as well. What the Giants have to weigh is what is the price tag. Is that year and a half of Jerry Judy worth the likely day two draft assets that the Giants would have to give up in order to get him? Or are they better served to just work with what they have for the rest of this year and look to use some of that draft capital to upgrade the wide receiver position in the 2023 draft. The the cap stuff works in in uh, in a trade for Jerry Judy. I wouldn't mind seeing it. I don't expect it to be honest with you. I know there's a lot of talk about it. I wouldn't expect it. I would expect Joe Shane to hold on to that draft capital and perhaps try to to find a wide receiver in the draft with some of his draft capital, a wide receiver, maybe two wide receivers, who he would have under control on a rookie contract for four years rather than a year and a half. So those are the kinds of things that, that Shane has to weigh. Is Judy talented enough? Does he make enough of a difference to to give up that that draft capital right now again I, I i think it's a move that i might make if the price tag is right i don't know how many other teams out there are interested in jerry judy i wouldn't blame the giants at all for for talking to denver about this we'll see what they ultimately decide to do but as i said for me it's the kind of move that makes sense because it's not really a a short-sighted 2022 type move so it makes the trade deadline a little bit more interesting from the new york giants perspective and we'll see what happens over the next few days all right giants fans the other thing that i want to do today is i want to uh, to make my my weekly prediction for the giants game this weekend obviously giants are facing the seattle seahawks they're two and a half to three point underdogs this week on the road in the pacific northwest you know we'll see if the giants can can continue their winning streak get to five straight get to seven and one before the bye week for me 
I can't pick the Giants to win this game. I just can't. I look at it, I think this is a very difficult matchup for the Giants. They're traveling across the country. They're going to be in a really hostile environment. A couple of their road games, even the one in London, pretty much turned into a Giants home game. The one, uh, the one last week in Jacksonville pretty much turned into a Giants home game with the way that that fans traveled and, and the way that things unfolded in the stadium last week. That's not going to happen this week. 12th man in Seattle is a real thing. Seahawks are a good football team. And this just feels like a matchup that's very difficult for the Giants. Seahawks score a lot of points. Giants are a team that tries to control the pace of games, keep the score down. I'm not sure they're going to be able to do that on Sunday against Seattle. Giants have had a lot of trouble defending the run. Seahawks are a team with uh, with rookie Kenneth Walker III that runs the ball very, very well. Geno Smith has been enjoying a, a resurgent season for the Seahawks. So I simply feel like this is a very difficult matchup for the Giants, and I I cannot pick them to uh, to win on Sunday. Obviously, I'm, I'm picking Seattle to win. If I look at it from a Giants perspective, though, that would put them at six and two heading into the bye week. And I don't think anyone can complain about the New York Giants being six and two at the bye if that's how it ultimately turns out. No one expected what the Giants have done so far. No one expected them to be a truly good football team in 2022. And and six and two at the bye. If you had said uh, during the preseason, during the spring, you know, whenever before the season started, if you had said, "Hey, the Giants are going to be six and two at the bye week," then I think everyone would have signed up for that. So, as I said, I'm picking the Seahawks to win this game, and then uh, the Giants get to the bye week. They come back, they face the uh, the the Detroit Lions and the Houston Texans before the uh, final seven games of the season, where the the difficulty of their schedule ratchets up and we'll see what uh, we'll see what happens over over that final stretch but as i said i'm going to pick seattle to win this game please remember to check out all of our picks all of our big review staff picks for every nfl game at bigreview.com check those out see how the other big review writers feel about about giants seahawks as well and please remember that if you're dropping by Big Blue View uh, partner DraftKings to to drop a little bit of money on Sunday's game or anything else to do with the NFL that minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. Please see our show notes for full details on that. All right, Giants fans, that uh, that is the show for today. Appreciate you guys listening as always. And uh, please remember, take to stay safe out there, take care of each other, and we'll talk to you soon. Bye-bye. More to-dos, less time, and an infinite number of tools to keep track of. Sometimes doing business has never felt harder, but you don't need a miracle to hit your goals. You can just use HubSpot because their all-in-one customer platform can make growing your business infinitely easier. 
Imagine this, high quality leads, fast closing deals, wildly happy customers, and more benchmark breaking quarters. It's not a miracle, it's HubSpot. Visit HubSpot.com to get started today.